0: Welcome to the Swim Upstream podcast, where we talk about intentional living against cultural norms. If you're ready to break out of survival mode and cultivate a more intentional life, then you're in the right place. Find your courage to live differently and swim upstream. Let's get started. Hey y'all, this is Jenny Veliki, and you're listening to the Swim Upstream podcast, episode 15, Homeschooling. Let's dive right in and talk about what I'm learning this week. This week I am beginning to plan my fall garden and purchase the seeds for that. I'm really excited to be growing some greens and kohlrabi and turnips I'm also planning to grow some radishes and possibly some more lettuce. I bought all my seeds um, primarily from the local farm and feed store and also through Baker's Creek. I also got a handy little resource from Baker's Creek Seed Company called Clyde's Planner. It's basically a slide rule that adjusts your first frost date and last frost date lets you know when to plant indoors when to plant outside and when to expect a harvest from all the different common um, crops that you might be growing so I'm going to put a link to that resource in the show notes if you're trying to figure out what to plant when and what the timing of things is this is a great little resource to have so let's dive right in to today's episode Today, we're on episode 15 homeschooling. I know that with COVID 19, and specifically in North Carolina, with the governor's announcement today about the plans for school in the fall, um, there's a lot of uncertainty for those in the public school system. And it's a great time to practice swimming upstream, to stop what you're doing and think through not just oh i have to go along with the flow of what everybody else is doing and what the governor is saying and all those kinds of things stop and really think and examine your options think about what your goal is consider what the options are that help you reach your goal take a small step and then don't worry about where everyone else is going and what everyone else is doing so let's use our tools and walk through the question of, should you homeschool this fall with COVID-19? First of all, we need to find our why. What is the goal that you have for your child in their education? Are you concerned about medical exposures this fall? Are you concerned about your child that has asthma? or has a pre-existing condition that would make it dangerous for them to be in contact with COVID-19. Are you worried about your special ed child who may not get all of the education needs that that are required of them um, because of all the different restrictions with COVID-19? Are you concerned that you're not equipped to teach them the things that they need to learn and give them all the resources like speech and OT therapy and things that that your child might require. Are you concerned about outside influences? And this is one that isn't really specific to this year, but are you concerned as your child goes from elementary to middle school about um, negative outside influences? Are you concerned with political agendas and things like that and are you hoping to um, really teach your child the things that you think and believe rather than having them be influenced by other people's thoughts and beliefs and agendas. Do you really just want to have a different focus than the school system typically gives? Maybe you really want to concentrate on your child's character rather than their grades. Maybe you want to um, really focus on life skills um, rather than on making sure that they're Ivy League ready. Um, Maybe you have religious reasons that make you hesitate with the public school system and make you want to consider homeschooling. Or maybe you're just looking for a temporary solution. Maybe you think that the best way to have continuity and certainty in your child's life this year is to take this year off from the public school system, homeschool them, and then put them back in the school system when things settle down. And that's a perfectly valid goal. In all of these things, we need to consider um, everything. All of these things even if you're having a temporary solution you also still need to consider the other reasons that we mentioned because they're going to color what your temporary solution looks like Um, and knowing what your goal is is going to help you when you take the next step Um, being very very clear and specific about your goal is going to help you determine other things as you come down through researching um, down the line. So now that you know what your goal is, whether you're looking for a temporary solution or whether you're long-term invested in homeschooling, then what are your options? First of all, um, if you're still not sure if you want to homeschool or not, look at all of your options. What are the current the local charter schools around you doing. What are the local school systems around you doing? In North Carolina, our governor has has given a plan where they he wants to do a mix of in-home and in-class instruction, but each school district is able to determine how they want to carry that out, um, and that's going to vary by county. Um, so find out what your school system is doing um, and see if that's a comfortable option for you. And also, look at homeschooling as an option. And that will be the option that we're going to primarily focus on today. So, when you decide that homeschooling may be an option for you, you need to do a little more research before you decide for sure it's the option that you're going to choose so you need more information you need to do more research the first thing i suggest that you do is research your state laws find out what's required to register your homeschool find out what requirements are 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 there in operating a homeschool in north carolina you must be a homeschool graduate you must be homeschooling your own household Or the members of one other household, you must keep shot records on file for each child, and you must keep standardized test scores on file for each child that are given on a yearly basis. Find out what the requirements are in your state. Some states require a college degree, some states require to use specific curriculum or to submit lesson plans to the state, find out what documentation is needed, find out how you register and open your home school, and just look into all the different requirements. The next thing that you need to decide and do research on is whether you want to do individual instruction or if you would like to join a co-op. If you want to join a co-op, the easiest way to find one is to Google search um, homeschool co-op in my area or in whatever county. Um, Type in homeschool co-op your county or your city on Facebook to see if there are groups or homeschool groups who would be able to give you more information about co-ops. Um, Co-ops can be a full full slate of courses or it could be an individual class. It might involve a heavy parent commitment where you're committing to being there throughout the entire co-op time and possibly teaching a class or providing support to another person teaching the class Um, or It may require no involvement on your part at all. Those that require no involvement typically tend to be more expensive compared to ones where all the parents are chipping in and working together. And they also tend to involve um, specific um, curriculum spines that are used as um, the curriculum for the co-op. Um, the most popular one by far is classical conversations. So if you're interested in a co-op, research classical conversations and see if that's for you. If it's not, see if there's other types of co-ops available in your area. The other option is to um, educate your children at home on an individual basis. You can do that by buying workbooks and curriculum packages by buying textbooks or um, by using online curriculums. There's a variety of workbooks and online curriculums and I will put a link to a website in the show notes so that you can get an overview of several different Um, homeschooling curriculums that are available to you. The other option is to do online schooling. This can sometimes be done through your school system um, in a virtual school setting. Um, Whether or not you are going to the public school system, you um, sometimes have the option to do virtual schooling through your school system and use the same curriculum they are but to be responsible for doing it at home on your own. There are also other fully online curriculums that are available for homeschoolers um, and for anyone really. Um, One of them is called Easy Peasy Homeschool Online. It is an all-in-one homeschool website that was started by a missionary wife um, who was homeschooling their children while they were in the field and had no books or curriculum to speak of, and no budget to buy any, and only internet access. And she developed a curriculum for each of her children as they grew up and went through um, all the different grades for school. And so what she has now is a full website of kindergarten through 12th grade of all the major subjects and several electives, where you can do 180 days of of lessons um, for lots and lots and lots of different subjects. Um, One of the great things about it is she's recently added a new feature called My EP Assignments where you can sign in and create a parent account and add each of your children and the classes they're taking and they can go to that page and click on each subject and it'll bring up that day's lesson and they can check it off you can um, require them to do more work if they're not um, on target for that day you can record grades and things like that um, it's just a great really full rich curriculum for those who need an easy all-inclusive option especially if you're considering homeschooling on a temporary basis for one year it is a faith-based curriculum which um, we're okay with but um, that may be a factor for some of you that may not fit your family's goals and needs so I wanted to make sure I mentioned that I'll put a link to the easy peasy all-in-one homeschool page in the show notes as well another fully online program that we use is called Khan Academy. Khan Academy is basically uh, is mostly used for math but also can be used for um, sciences and some history and art. There's a little bit of computer coding. There's also um, a little bit of grammar in there as well. Uh, It's also a free site and it will teach you to mastery you earn points as you move along and it will it basically continues to teach you the same thing until you master that and move on to the next which is really really important to me for our girls when they're learning their math so Khan Academy is another one that I will put in the show notes for you to research Another type of online curriculum is when there are several um, homeschoolers who will develop a PDF of a syllabus and lesson plans, and they will include a book list of books to be purchased and things like that. And a lot of times those lesson plans can be pulled up online and they'll have live links that send you here to do this or here to do that, and you're reading along in different books that they recommend Um, one of the big sites that I use for that is called guest hollow they are the creators of the botany curriculum that my younger girls are using right now for science and they are also the creator of the high school chemistry in the kitchen course that I've mentioned on here a couple times already so I will put a link in the show notes to that website as well Again, knowing your why helps you to determine what curriculum to use more easily because you understand what your goals are so you know what you're looking for so therefore you um, know what you need. Um, I'm also going to put a link to my Pinterest board um, in the show notes. I have several different um, homeschooling pages that start with the letters HS. Um, so look for those homeschooling boards on my Pinterest account. Uh, one of those boards in particular is called Life Skills. And this is one way that we in in particular swim upstream in that it's very important to me that my girls are very solid in their life skills. That they know practical everyday knowledge I want them to know how to do their taxes I want them to know how to balance their checking account I want them to know what a credit card is and how it works but I also want them to know how to do laundry and how to manage their home well and use a system that works well for them in doing that I want them to know how to grow food and how to cook it I want them to know um about the world around them I want them to know how to fill out a job application and go go for an interview and how to understand what their credit score is and things like that that are just important um, skills that I feel like are not taught as often as they need to be now so that is in particular a focus in our particular homeschool So look for the HS Life Skills Board on my Pinterest account and the link for that will be in the show notes. So once you have determined what your why is and you've made your decision between of what school option you're going to have and if you if that happens to be homeschooling you've figured out what your state requirements are you figured out whether or not you want your child to be in a co-op and you have a pretty good idea of what type of curriculum you'd like to use then you need to take your first small steps you need to register your child in your state um, for their homeschooling you need to order curriculum or you need to set up accounts online if they're doing an online curriculum and then you need to pick a start date and determine your school calendar. In general, schools will run on a 180-day calendar and so that's what we do as well. Um, It's good ahead of time to know when you're going to take breaks and you will need to take breaks. We typically take a break in the fall for Thanksgiving, we take a longer break for Christmas, we take a spring break, And then we finish out the school year Um, having a good general framework of what your school days will look like and what your um, calendar for the school year will be is a great first step and last but not least I want you to keep your eyes on your own paper in the terms of, an, of a teacher. This is not the time to worry about what other people are doing. This pandemic affects each of us individually in specific ways and no one is affected exactly the way you are. Maybe your challenge is that you work from home and you will be for a long time. Maybe your challenge is that you work long shifts and you have to go into a job. Maybe your challenge is a medically fragile child. Maybe your challenge is a special needs child. Maybe your challenge is the fact that you stay home with your children, but your husband works from home. And how would that work if they were homeschooled? Everybody has a different challenge to face. Everybody has different um, factors that determine what their ultimate decision is. And so no decision should be the same for every family. And this is definitely one of those things where I really want you to not worry about what other people are doing. To think through these steps. Do the research and really make the decision that will be best for you and your family. And then once you've made that decision, own it. Be proud of it. And cheer on your fellow moms who are going through the process of making their own decisions too I'd love it if you could share this podcast with a friend particularly right now I think a lot of people are working through trying to make this decision and are considering homeschooling at a time when they may not otherwise and I hope that this podcast is helpful in guiding you through making that decision for you and your kids if you have any questions about homeschooling or about the decision making process in general? You can email me at swimupstream at com. Again, the email is swimupstream at com. You can also find me on Instagram at swim.upstream and on Facebook at jennyvelicky. Again, I urge you. To share this podcast with a friend that's struggling with the same decision you are we are all in this together guys and together we can figure out the best options to homeschool our kids or to educate them in a classroom good luck guys and i'll see you next week you've been listening to the swim upstream podcast where each week we discuss intentional living against cultural norms. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review of iTunes. This helps me be seen and heard by more potential listeners. I'd also really appreciate it if you would share this episode with a friend who might enjoy it as much as you did. As always, we can continue our conversation on Instagram at swim.upstream or on Facebook at Jenny Veliki. You can find the links to both of those in the show notes. And remember, the life you live is built on the choices you make. So just keep swimming.